It is time to talk to Amari Cooper. And we are now joined by the route runner himself, Cowboys wide receiver Amari Cooper, as we are every Thursday right here in the G-Bag Nation. Amari, how are you? I'm good, man. Can't complain. How are you? I am doing well. Hey, is there a book you would recommend to learn how to play chess? Because I want to beat you at it, but I don't want to play you at it because I don't know. I mean, I know how the pieces move, but I'm awful. Um, So that's a good question, actually. Um, So chess books is actually like um, nowadays an archaic way of learning how to play chess. Dang it. Um, But it's still very effective, and a lot of people learn how to play chess by reading chess books. But it's just technology is so advanced that people people you people nowadays learn on apps. <clears throat> uh, so you got chess.com. You got a you actually got a lot of different apps. Um, and then like once you start getting better, uh, people usually get like chess te- teachers depending on how serious they are. <laughs> All right. Well, Amari, last week we uh, had you power rank when things hurt. Which one's the worst? And you went with the high ankle sprain. This week I wanted to see if you wanted to update. Where does cracked rib rank on the power rankings of discomfort? Uh, depends on. Um, it's, it, it's not that bad, actually. <laughs> Not that one? Not bad? No, <laughs> no. I'll tell you what, though. I, 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 I didn't know if you had a word with the coaching staff, though. I was, I was watching the tape uh, after the game. They had you come down in motion and kind of block inside there, man. I, I know you love to kind of mix it up with guys and stuff like that, but did you kind of walk back there and say, uh, hey, guys, uh, I'm out here to, to catch footballs today, but if I have to block, yeah, sure, but don't bring me down inside and make me have to block with those guys, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, there was definitely a, 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 a talk about that. I, <laughs> I saw your reaction. I saw your reaction. I'm like, I'm like, Amari in motion, always a good thing here. He's going to come sprinting across here and get open. And the next thing I know, he's I'm, he's up inside blocking on linebackers. I'm like, please don't do that to Amari. Please don't do, let that happen anymore. So I didn't see it the rest of the game, Amari. So I, I just kind of saw you on the outside when you had to, when you had to kind of help in some of the running game stuff. Yeah. Um, well, to be to set things straight, I didn't. I didn't go to the coach and say no. Oh, I'm I not, know. I'm yeah, we were just bust on. Yeah. But uh, he, uh, he kind of was like, yeah, you should, probably shouldn't be like the one blocking <laughs> yeah. inside like that. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's why you probably didn't see it the rest of the game. Yeah. Listen, Coach, Noah's on this roster yeah, for a reason. Noah, Bring him in. Yeah, <laughs> Noah, Noah, let him do the blocking. Yeah, okay? Noah is not wearing rib protectors right now. Let's go out and let him block. Now, <laughs> Amari, when it comes to game planning going into these things, I would imagine, obviously, you guys spend all week coming up with a game plan and what you think is going to happen in the game. Week one, it was kind of slinging around, really good run defense. Week two and three, you guys were able to run the ball really well. When you go into this thing, does Kellen Moore and you guys have a good handle on if it's going to be a run week or a pass week, or is it more, look, we're going to get there, we're going to see how they line up, and we're ready? Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously it depends on a couple of different factors. Um, I think the factors that went into the past two weeks is just a simple fact that these guys played a lot of too high uh, safeties, you know, and so there's a, 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 um, really a lack of re- uh, respect for uh, a team's run game, just because the league is really pass-heavy now as opposed to it was uh, back then. Um, but because we have such good runners, such great blockers, uh, it was it was obvious that we should run the ball against those two teams. Okay, so you don't have to give away anything game plan-wise, but I was watching the Panthers tape this morning, uh, and I refused to watch them against rookie quarterbacks because I don't think that's even fair, so I watched them against the Saints. Do you guys think you might have an opportunity to throw the ball a little bit more this week? Uh well they they play more man to man than the two te- the two teams we previously played um play a lot of man on third down 
Um, but they do a good job of mixing up their coverages. Um, but I, I expect the receivers would have more opportunities in the past game, yeah. Amari Cooper joining us here on the G-Bag Nation right here on 105 Through the Fan. Amari, give us your scouting report on Jeremy Chin, Dante Jackson, the two corners for the Carolina Panthers, and what are you looking to diagnose when you're looking at them on tape and what you see for them coming this week? Um, well, Dante Jackson, he's moving. <laughs> Real fast guy, like four two. Um, Chen's a really good player. Uh, I mean, they're, they're a good player. Listen, they're three and zero for for a reason. You know, we're just trying to go out there um, and and play our best football and come away victorious. Uh, but they definitely have a, a a good secondary back there. It's going to be a challenge for us. Amari, you said today uh, when you had your opportunity to meet with the media about Dak and the in the way he's the ability to get rid of the football. You know, the two point four seconds, 2.3 seconds, whatever. As a route runner and you know the ball's coming out quick, does that speed up your route a little bit? Do you know the ball's going to get there a little quicker? Do you have to make adjustments along the way, or is this something that's, hey, whether he's throwing it at 2.4 or whatever, I, I just got to kind of run it the same the same way that I, I always run these routes? Yeah, no, I, um, it's not like that at all. Uh Obviously, if I have a, a shake route, he's not going to throw the ball right in two seconds. You know, he's going he's going to wait for me to break. So I don't I don't no I don't have to speed up any route um, at all. He's just getting the ball out. The thing see the thing is with Dak, um, he's such a, a fearless quarterback. Like I've never seen anything like it in my life. To be honest, like this guy just came off of a season-ending injury, and he had. And Dominic and Sue coming at him full speed, and he's stepping into throws. And typically, quarterbacks, like if they see a, a, a unblocked defensive lineman coming at him, they're not going to step into the throw. They're going to they're going to throw the ball and kind of back up, do that backward motion that you see quarterbacks do all the time. Mm-hmm. He's stepping into all these throws because that's how that's how much he wants to win. Like that's how much he wants to complete the pass so that we can so that we can win. And so the thing, the thing about that is, it's kind of like, uh, I w- I wouldn't say it's a gift and a curse, but it's like he's so fearless that uh, he doesn't mind taking a sack. You know, a lot of quarterbacks they they don't want to get hit for real. You know, um, and so that fearlessness uh, in the past uh, could probably be a reason why he took more sacks than he's taking now, just because like, yo, I don't mind getting hit. You know what I'm saying? I'm waiting for somebody to get open. Um, but now I think he, um, he understands what we're trying to do better. Um, you know, the offense is more clear to him, uh, and he's just more experienced. And so now he's just, he's in all that, um, combined with his fearlessness, which is all, which is still a good thing, but he's not using it. He's using it in a better way, I would say. Okay. Is is this a fearless guy admiring a fearless guy? Because I've seen you take a bunch of those routes inside and, and, you know, know you're going to get hit, but you concentrate, you secure the ball, you take the hit. Is that one of those things that you kind of say, okay, I mean, I, you know, when, when my quarterback's out there willing to take a hit, I, I got to be willing to take the hit along with him too. Uh, well, well, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say I get it from him, but yeah, I would to answer your question. Yeah. It's a fearless guy admiring another fearless guy. Um, you know, I learned, you got to think I've been playing receiver my whole life since sure. I was, a, since I first, my first year playing football. Um, I wasn't always this way, <laughs> you know, like I would go across the middle and be timid, but like, if you're going to get hit, you're going to get hit. 
So it's better to get hit and catch the ball than to get hit and not catch the ball. And when I learned that, that's when I, <laughs> that's when I became more fearless, I would say. Which quarterback in your career, this could be uh, college or NFL if you'd like, which one of you had to yell at the most for throwing you into danger? <laughs> uh, let me think. Um, like, do you have one play that jumps out where you're just like, oh, God, sophomore year, Alabama? Man, nah, I always had good quarterbacks, man. You know, Teddy was my, Teddy Bridgewater was my quarterback in high school. Uh, in college, I had A.J. McCann, Blake Sims. I had Derek Carr, and I had and I had a uh, Dak. So um, no, they were all pretty good about not throwing, not throwing uh, the receiver into danger. Yeah. Do you have uh, a favorite route to run? Everybody knows that you're an outstanding route runner, but is it one of the ones where like you've sort of run it a million times, where it's just like a slant, or is it oh you hear a double move called and you kind of go oh I'm about to score? Do you have a favorite route to hear get called? I mean, obviously the double moves are, are favorable just because, like, it, it's a built-in deception, you know? It's like a built-in um, way to get the receiver open and create as much space as possible. But aside from the double routes, the double moves, I mean, because, I mean, I like all of them, the out-and-ups, the stop-and-go, the slant-and-go. Like, I like I like all of them equally. Um, but just a normal route, I would say... Uh, I mean, I, I, every receiver would lead with the go ball, so I'm not gonna leave that. Uh, I would say, I would say a slant, man. I would say a slant because there's a lot. It's so many different ways to run the slant. Like I can run, a, I can run a slant on the same DB <clears throat> like four or five times in a game and run it a different way every time and get open. Um, and also, you can take those slants to the house um, if you have the right look. Uh, and also, it's just an easy catch, like to get things going for for you if you haven't caught a ball all game. So I, right now, I would say a slant, but tomorrow it'll probably be different. Okay, Amari, on that we were talking about watching tape on Schultz's touchdown. Your responsibility was the post to carry to the safety, right, to hold the safety. I mean, the route you ran to get Dalton in behind you there, right, to cl- to create that opening there. Yeah. Okay, so. I mean, you know right there when you come up to the line, you're looking like, okay, i got to carry this guy. And so your route, that was a beautiful route to keep that safety to the type of the field. Take a lot of pride in that, right? Trying to create opportunities for your teammates as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, going, you, you, every play you, you know like the back of your hand. Um, I knew my responsibility on that play was, you know, Dalton is the guy who's supposed to get the ball, you know, even right. though we, we all are somewhere in the read. Depending on the the coverage they play, but that's why we that's why Kellen draws up the play because he already know the coverage that they're most likely gonna play, you know, and so um, you know it just worked out perfectly. Yeah, I had to um, I had to get that safety out of there, and uh, Dalton was open. I mean, but you hope, yeah, <laughs> really, what you hope as a receiver lineup on a play or a tight end or running back, you always hope the ball is coming to you. Like you hope, right. like the coverage is gonna be different. You hope the safety screws it yeah. all up and just lets you go. <laughs> yeah, you hope the safety jumps Dalton is what you really hope, and you get that that right in the middle of the field shot, right? Yeah, that's what you that's what you really hope. I, yeah, but um, no, nah, in all seriousness, yeah, I, I um, yeah, it was the perfect look. The look we had, we practiced all week, and uh, you know, Dalton's wide open. Amari, can you talk about Kellen Moore and how he has been dialed in through the first three games from a play calling standpoint? In the excitement that you guys have each and every week going through game plans, knowing 
what Kellen Moore is bringing to this offense every single week. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a tribute to his hard work, for real. Like, um, you know, he puts in so much time up here in the building um, studying our opponents. And, man, on on a lot of these plays, they're working out exactly how um, we practice them because he he understands the looks that these defenses are going to run in a certain down and distance or a certain um, area on the field, like red zone or third and – uh, three to five or third and seven to ten. Like, he understands <clears throat> the tendencies of these coordinators and of these defenses. And, um, you know, you have to study to, to understand those things. So it's a it's really a tribute to his hard work um, because that's how that's how uh, offensive coordinators, is how, that's how they package their plays in the game plan. Like, they say, okay, these are the calls I'm going to call in um, third and five. These are the calls I'm going to call in third and long. These are the calls I'm going to call in short yardage. These are the calls I'm going to call in backed up, red zone, um, inside the five, inside the ten. Like, that's how they package their plays. And, um, you know, he's just watching a whole bunch of film, um, looking at these tendencies and then drawing up the plays from there. Martin, this might be a strange question, but is – would red zone play calling be the most difficult of the play calling or is it normal down and distance? I mean, when the field shortens, it seems like to me that you guys don't have a lot of space to operate. So it's a little bit more precise in what you do. Is it, you know, when we we're always so critical of like, well, the red zone didn't do this and the red zone didn't do that. Is that the most difficult for, for you guys oh. or the, or in the play callers to have to deal with? Yeah, without a doubt, just for the reason you just explained. It's that simple. Like, the, the field is shortened. Um, and also, when the field is shortened, like, the like the defenders can, like, like for example, um, a cornerback, he knows I'm not running the go ball. We're on a five-yard five line. Yes, sir. Like, we can run a fade, but he knows I'm not running through the back of the end zone, so he can just sit with his heels at the uh, goal line and, and jump routes. So um, just the package of plays you can call down there is, is so much more less than what you could call um, in normal down and distance. So, I mean, yeah, it's much more difficult. It's Amari Cooper with us. This is my last one. You played with the Raiders. You mentioned Derek Carr. And watching them this year, they broke out where they let Hunter Renfro run routes that I don't even think have names anymore, where it's <laughs> like a out, in, up, stop, in and out, or whatever he wants to end up doing it. Do you go to Kellen and be like, hey, let me make stuff up? <laughs> yeah, I do go to Kellen all the time, actually. <laughs> I go to Kellen all the time, and I, uh, I show him things that maybe other guys in the league are running. Um, just creative ideas, routes that I know I could run. Um, so, yeah, I go to him all the time. But that's just the way uh, Gruden is wired. Like, when I was at the Raiders, his first year there, my last, he was, uh, I mean, he'd pull out film from the 80s to 90s. Like, he has, he's such, he has so much zeal for the game. Like, he, yeah, typically, um, <clears throat> the head coach, he's not standing up in the offensive meeting and going over the plays and calling the play. But he's the play caller there. But uh, that just goes to show you how much he loves offense. Um, he seems angry to me. Uh, uh, from the outside looking in, I guess, but <laughs> but not not in person. He's he's really enthusiastic about football, man. He, he loves football more than a lot of people. So uh, It's Amari Cooper. You get him every Thursday right here on your home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. Amari, uh, we appreciate the time as always, and good luck this weekend. We will be watching. Thank you.